Hey, I am Hanan. And I am Steluza. And you're listening to the Path to Resilience podcast. Here we connect you with global thought leaders. You can listen to their stories and learn from their experiences. We are both professional coaches who believe in change, the change that empowers and lifts others. We believe in being authentic. That's why we invite leaders who are comfortable with talking from the heart. We also believe in the power of the mind and how it can improve your health, your relationships, and your performance. Whether you want to make a positive change in your life or upgrade your vision, this is the place for you to be. Thank you for connecting. Good morning, everyone. Uh, so today, uh, uh, our topic is how to make a career transition. And I think uh, one of the uh, uh, the people here, they may be interested because we had a conversation about this yesterday. Anyway, so uh, I would like, you may be wondering what's the relationship between resilience and career transition. So I just want to explain a little bit because resilience is a vague subject and it may cover different areas of our lives. Uh, we may need to develop resilience at the personal level, at the emotional level, at the physical, the financial and the professional level. So uh, we all need resilience to make transitions, different transitions in our life. And this transition, uh, career transition, can be something that we are willing to take in a proactive way or we are forced to take. And resilience can make or break your career. Without the skills of resilience, we will find it very hard to cope with the difficulties. That's why we invited uh, Hamad Siddiqui, welcome with us who is uh, a global coach uh, at LinkedIn and he's uh, based in, uh, at Canada. He is in a mission to empower people to use, to know how to use this platform and to use it uh, to their uh, 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 full uh, uh, benefit. I mean, he empowers people also to connect, uh, to learn how to connect more on this platform and to find new opportunities. So. He came also from the corporate world and he made also this transition and he will be sharing with us stories, strategies and uh, a lot of uh, nice things. So I would like uh, you, uh, Hamad, to talk a little bit about uh, your story of transition and uh, how you made it from the corporate into consulting. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, uh, both of you. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, resilience is, is is such a such an interesting topic, actually, you know, and a lot of people don't even think about it. But at the same time, uh, we all have to be resilient. That's the only way you can actually grow and, and be successful, regardless of wherever you are, like, you know, whether you're in your business or your job or you're studying, resilience plays a, a pivotal role in our, our lives. So I'm an economist by degree. So I studied economics, development economics to be precise. I worked as um, uh, as head of uh, trade and investment with British government in Pakistan. I was based in Pakistan for mm -hmm. 17 years, uh, looking after British trade and investment interest in the country. And then uh, I was pushed by a US organization, which is an economic think tank. Uh, they were starting their project in Pakistan. So they took me on board as a uh, as a deputy country director first, then I became mm -hmm. the country director and eventually I became the regional director. Uh, I had 12 countries under my nose. 
so i was traveling hopping into planes going from turkey to um, to wherever istanbul or i mean from istanbul to izmir to pakistan yes. to sri lanka to bangladesh up to papua new guinea so it was a big patch that i was covering all to do with economic empowerment and um, uh, economic empowerment in different uh, demographies different communities like uh, you know women businesses how they can contribute in the whole economic development of a company how they can be more more practical in terms of advocating for women focused economic reforms uh, young people young businesses as well as chambers and associations it was like a pretty interesting journey that i had I've been there done that kind of a thing but i there was a mentor a coach inside me so wherever i would go i would try to find time out to speak to people Ah. so you know going to universities maybe you know you know in a club sitting with with group of friends and talking to them just to learn how they are moving ahead how what are what is success for them uh, what challenges they they have faced faced throughout the life and that whole learning process continued with me and and when i when i finally came to canada i'm i'm an immigrant since year 2000 me and my wife but we finally came to canada in 2019 i was towards the end of my contract with this us organization after 14 years and um, you know i said let let's experiment with a new professional career yeah. um, so i picked up that small piece that i had inside me and i built it up as as my profession so i am uh, and within that also linkedin was my passion it has had always been my passion because mm-hmm. people don't use it and when people don't use it that creates more opportunities for people like us to educate people that use it it's effective yes. yeah interesting interesting yeah, thank you yeah thank you for sharing that um it's it's really interesting because from what you're saying you're one of the first users of linkedin right so you were at the beginning of using linkedin and i think 14 in 2000 you said 2000 Oh my god it's like we're 2020 now so you've been using linkedin for such a long time yeah. and i think there are people who some of the people who are watching us are younger than that so yeah. i'm sure that they are not <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been using linkedin for such a long time and it's really interesting because linkedin it's um it's a platform that can be very helpful it's actually a professional platform right for for networking for professionals i mean a networking platform from for professionals and so many people are using it but just scratch the surface you can look at them and even though they are advanced in their careers they don't use they don't take the full benefit of linkedin to prepare to create their profile in a manner that will position and will represent their experience and I have a background in sales for example and I know that also a LinkedIn profile it's like a first sales pitch towards whatever endeavor you want to create for yourself professionally right so the person yeah. looks at you and they're either convinced or not by uh, by your yeah. profile and how did I my question was how did you get to use LinkedIn and to focus to to make it your focus right so business uh so uh, i i i'm i'm sure some of have have watched this movie called uh, kung fu panda number 1 the first, the first <laughs> and there's a famous quote in it there are no accidents in life 
Yes. So there are no accidents in life. There is always everything planned for you. You don't know that. Yes, right? yes. I believe in so, that too. I right. believe in so, that too. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I actually request everyone who is with us, watch that movie. And don't watch it as a movie. Watch it as something that you can learn from. Um, so, so just building on that, uh, I'm, I'm always for experiments. And I, uh, I, I'm an early adopter of social media. So I created my YouTube channel in 2007 when YouTube was brand new. Uh, I started using Facebook when hardly anyone would use Facebook or, or, be, or was on Twitter. The only uh, social media that I did not venture into is TikTok, by the way. So, uh, so I was experimenting with it. The idea was that, okay, you know, I would go in a conference. Um, I'm invited as speaker. I speak to a group of people, 200, 300 people there. Or I'm invited by like large institutions like Chartered Accountant Institute or something like that, and I would speak to their their, their passing out students. But that that limits your your voice. That limits the capability of you reaching out to a wider community. So um, uh, so I started experimenting, and you know I experimented with social media based. I never needed another job. Basically, you know I was I was kind of pushed by people to come and work. I had like steps, but you know, I said, okay, the future is going to be different. Future is not going to be the same that I lived today in 2007 or 2010 or 2015, whatever. And that evolution process, I really wanted to be part of that evolution process mm -hmm. because uh, if I don't, then I'm out. I am nobody. Nobody would know me. So that was the reason I, I kept experimenting. And why I, I really loved LinkedIn is that that was the, and it still is the only uh, social media platform for professionals, right? Uh, so, you know, if you want to speak to someone, you can, you can connect with those, that, you know, you can be part of those conversations and you can target well. And this has been LinkedIn's uh, kind of a strategy throughout. But since 2016, uh, when Microsoft took over LinkedIn, things have evolved. Things have completely changed. You know, uh, anybody who used to think LinkedIn is a job portal or my resume is is no longer the case. LinkedIn yes. is an opportunity platform. It's up to us how much deep uh, we want yeah. to take and get those opportunities. Yeah. By the way, we're not promoting LinkedIn platform. <laughs> we are just. Yeah. We all know. We just know the importance of being on a professional uh, uh, platform. And uh, we would like to change this perception uh, that people may have that LinkedIn is only uh, a channel to, to look for a job. But LinkedIn is more than that. LinkedIn is an opportunity to meet beautiful people like uh, what we're doing right now. I mean, I didn't know Hamed. Uh, I knew him through uh, someone else uh, that I think, uh, Shahid. And uh, I, I, I met a lot of other people through LinkedIn. So yeah, it's, an, it's a channel where we, you can meet new people. You can connect, uh, uh, convert virtual connections into real ones, where you can also look for investors. Uh, people who can join you in a very like uh, noble missions and uh, and more than that. So yeah, change your perception because everything is about perception. The, the once we change the perception, then we will start acting differently. And uh, it's amazing because when I hear about your story, usually uh, uh, having an interest on in social media doesn't 
it's more about millennials and younger. <laughs> Maybe not generation, X generation, because usually X generation are not very comfortable with social media and so on. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah. so I always say, you are right, we are not promoting LinkedIn, but we are promoting uh, people to think from a different perspective, right? You know, exactly. look at the other side of the coin also. And um, and you will be amazed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And in 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 to keep things, you know, to to the topic, to the point of our conversation today, which is transitioning in your career, uh, because many people, especially throughout the last two years with the global pandemic and everything, some people were forced to shift in their careers because of these circumstances. Some people rediscover themselves and chose new careers. Um, what would you say to the people who are going through this transition? Uh, what would be your advice to them in regards to channeling their energy, keeping their uh, positivity moral and moral high? Exactly. I didn't know how to phrase it so that it's... <laughs> Because sometimes you can be discouraged, right? Yes. Even though you have the skills, even though you have the experience, yeah. translating that into a new opportunity might take longer that, than you expect. So what would be your recommendation to the people who are going through transitions to, you know, to help them with being resilient in the process? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my first or, or immediate reaction to this is be realistic. Um, you have to be realistic, which means that, okay, I, you know, this is what I can do in three months, six months, one year. So be realistic in your approach. Uh, people live somebody else's dreams. A lot of people do, you know, people see these corporate giants, rich people, Elon Musk, you know, you never know. And they just try to live their dream. So I always say, live your own dream. And your own dream may not be somebody else's dream. So, you know, this is one thing. Be realistic. Number two is, you know, if you are consistently focusing on something, it's going to happen for you. It may happen now. It may take some time, but it's going to happen. Things will unfold. You will meet right people. You will learn. You will you will do everything. And this uh, fascinating, uh, you know, quote from... Uh, uh, Tony Robbins uh, is that you know if you want to change the output, you have to change the input in the process. So now you want to change the output because you know somebody is out of job or you know somebody is in, in a difficult situation. He wants to switch, wants to start a business, a new career like three of us did, uh, and our friend Shai did too. Uh, what you have to actually do is to sit back and evaluate where you stand at this point in time. And keep things simple, right? You know, if you are complex, if you are into like too many CRMs and this and that, you know, you may just not start your new venture. You know, you have to start from somewhere and then build it up. Eventually, it's going to happen. I started my consulting business on 1st April 2020. Remember that? When pandemic was announced, we were on lockdown 1st April 2020. Yes. And I started my business then. I rebranded myself twice because I was in the process. So start the process and talk to people who are wiser than you. you know, 
uh, you maybe have you may have friends who are very close to you or your family members who are very close to you uh, but are they wiser than you or not that's really important because wiser people are going to give you the right one word advice maybe and that's going to do everything i still get uh, consulting mentoring whatever you may call it uh, by my mentee so i i had a, i had this gentleman called Dr. Mudassir Ahmad, he's a PhD in engineering, mm-hmm. uh, amongst top three supply chain professionals in the world, uh, or, or, or top three influencers in the world, not supply chain professionals, he's in supply chain. He used to be my mentee eight years ago. Now I learn from him. So learn every day. And two very important words that I would say, and then I'll stop, is uh, your desire to do something something right and your faith in your own self will drive everything absolutely i i really can relate to that and uh i just want to add something very important because that helped me also personally transitioning from the corporate world into what i'm doing right now in the very beginning i didn't have this visibility of what i would like to do but just the, the fact of keep, uh, uh, having this, uh, being a, like a, a continuous learner uh, enable, enabled me to constantly adapt to changes. And this is one of the things that uh, will always help people to adapt to new situations because we're moving so fast. I mean, uh, the paradigms are changing uh, uh, every time, every, uh, on a continuous basis. Uh, the digital evolution is going on and it's, ne- gonna, it's never gonna stop. So any career transition should involve this ability to look, to learn new skills and to keep uh, growing. Because you see, uh, a long time ago, um, one of my teachers told me, uh, Hanen, remember, your degree will be obsolete in five years. I've been told this in 19, uh, I think, in 1995. And then now it's not only after five years, maybe after two years, whatever you learn, whatever, either at the university or even at the workplace is going to be obsolete. That's why having an eye on on the market on the trends keep learning it's it's something that really can help in in adapting to new situation so i would like to ask you can you give us like a, a story of someone that you helped make this transition real and how uh, and how he how the person evolved right so uh, i mean i've got because i've been doing it for so long i've got quite a few stories but there is one very recent story I would really love to share with you. See, uh, I, I love this this uh, word called reinventing yourself. Like, you know, this, this small statement. You have to keep reinventing yourself because things are evolving, as I said, as you also rightly said. So your degree takes you to a limit. It opens up your thinking process. It gives you the right muscles for your brain. But that's it. So my question to a lot of people is, and this is a question that... Uh, I would ask you also, think about it. You don't have to respond to this. Uh, so think about Flip Kotler. Flip Kotler's, uh, you know, principles for marketing is taught across the globe. Every BBMBA student would read the same book, right? 
why somebody reading that book at Harvard Business School is different from somebody reading that book in Kathmandu, for instance. What is the difference? Difference in is in our approach. So with that, you know, how do you how do you change that approach? Makes it or break breaks it. Uh, so I had one of my clients, um, and this is not about, by the way, career change. It's about you know how do you see things from a different perspective, and that actually changes the whole story for you. So he joined in uh, my, one of my executive coaching program that I have for LinkedIn, and you know, he has a lot of questions. He's a civil engineer, a structure, a structural civil engineer of some sort, uh, based out of Dubai. Uh, so he joined my program. He was still not sure. But anyways, he went through the program. He really enjoyed it. And in one of the uh, component in my program is, you know, a full focus on content, because content is king, as, all, as we always say. You know, how do you write content? And one of the thing in between is doing your videos. And this guy says, you know, he's flatly refused. I will not do videos. Videos are out. You know, I, I just can't. And I said, you know, what is the reason? There has to be a reason. And this is the story of resilience. The reason. He said, uh, I don't think I can speak well uh, in English. I said, can you speak well? So he, he he's a native Urdu speaker. So Urdu and Hindi are more or less the same languages. Said, can you speak in, in Urdu, which is similar to what Hindi is? Yes. So I said, you know, I don't I, I'm not asking you to do videos in English. You know, you can do videos in, in, uh, in Urdu or Hindi. And once you build that confidence, you can start your videos in English. No, out. I said, okay. After the session, I said, you know, can you please uh, join me back on the same uh, Zoom link? And I will actually explain what, what are opportunities for you. And when he joined back, I was already recording the video. So it was similar to this. And I asked you questions. He responded to those questions. And we were in, we were in English. So I purposely spoke English with him, although I'm, I'm a native Urdu speaker, by the way. Uh, and he was fine, five, six minutes things. And then I switched into Urdu. I said, you know, uh, this is fine. The thing is that hardly any civil engineer is posting content and coaching or helping people understand issues on LinkedIn. So if you do that, you will be top at the top because nobody else is doing it. And um, here's your video, by the way, because I recorded it. I said, this is your first video for your, for your post. This guy got so motivated because he now had the reason. He knew he could do it. He would post one video every week. He would identify a problem because you're at site and there are problems. He would take that video. He would say, okay, this was the problem. This is how we sort it out. And this guy has developed crazy following in the past six months because oh. you know, this is how it happens. He's got, he's getting like, you know, um, uh, he's been seeked for, for help and he's been offered opportunity. Let's put it this way. So this is what happens. You, you have to be realistic. You need to have reasons to do it and you need to find someone would help you do it basically. exactly so yeah. that was nice i mean uh, i think me and saluta we talked a lot about limiting beliefs i mean this is something that you mentioned right now yeah. sometimes what we keep telling to ourselves is just in our minds well <laughs> that's true saluta yeah that's so true and yeah yeah exactly and thank you for sharing this story because and you said something earlier both of you about you know education and things that you've done in the past that they 
they become obsolete. Um, I don't agree that they become totally obsolete. They do serve their purpose. But uh, what I do believe is that, you know, there is the, this book of Marshall, God, uh, Marshall uh, Smith, I think it was, that says what got you here won't get you there. Right. That's the title of the book. Right. So you need to understand that it is time, as you mentioned, Hannah, to let go of your limiting beliefs and to find new ways to reinvent yourself, uh, as you said, Hamad, and to find new ways to pursue your goals. And one of the things that I wanted to touch upon, because we are on a social platform, right? And yes, the digital transformation will continue forever and there will always be changes. But the most important thing is to connect with people and to create genuine relationships. And I think we have... Um, Murad, who said, yes, in network can help each other. And this is true because businesses are built by people, with people, for people. And I think even though many of us have struggles trying to connect and trying to relate to people that we don't know, you know, create these genuine relationships, luckily, the three of us, were not in that. <laughs> amongst these people so we don't have this issue but there are many people who struggle with reaching out to other people and creating they're not that outgoing as we are as uh, as nature but you need to learn that this is part of a journey this is part of transitioning especially when you want to change careers it is really important that you connect and you create a network of people that can support you that you can learn from as you said Hamad that can give you the advice and the guidance towards achieving your goals right and finding that dream job that you want to find for yourself or the career that you want to find yeah. I think it is really important to 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 emphasize that a social platform people crucial yeah yeah I would uh before asking Hamad uh, another uh, that would be my last question. I just want to add something. In the, this career transition, there are uh, an, an internal part that we all need to master, which has to do with the, like our approach, our mindset, how we perceive different situations, and or how we perceive challenges. And that perception should change because challenges are really new opportunities for growth. And the second thing is external. And this is something that you also talked about, Staluta and uh, Hamed, is uh, how we connect with people, how we build a network. Most people are afraid to be rejected. And so what? Be rejected. One time and two times, I've been rejected many times. That's okay. That's really okay. Now, even if I'm rejected, I'm like, okay, let's move on. Let's see another. I always ask for help. And even if I don't get the help, I don't stop. You see, and you may you may send uh, like a request to someone and uh, to 10 people and two people will respond. And that's OK. That's really OK. So what would be uh, since we still have only a few minutes, what would be your last advice Hamad, to people who would like to make this transition and uh, build a network and grow this uh, uh, resiliency? Um, but I think a starting point will always be, you know, be realistic uh, in your own, um, in your strength. You know, you spoke about, um, uh, you know, connecting with people, which is very important. What I also observe, because I'm, this is what I do for a living, uh, is that people follow uh, influencers, uh, literally blindfolded. So they, they would just follow influencers, you know, without any reason in their mind. 
And I usually tell my mentees, stop following them if you're just following them. If you want to learn, you have to have your own learning path defined. Okay, this is what I want to learn from that particular person. So if somebody follows me, what do you want to learn from me is more important than simply following me. So if mm -hmm. I can map that up or I can chart that up, okay, Hamar, this, these five posts in last one week, this is how he did that. This was this how much like you know engagement were there or there were no engagements or whatever. That's your learning. And put that learning into work for yourself. We are living in a in an age where there is, as we call, information explosion. I think explosion is a, a smaller word now. Word now. Uh, you you cannot you cannot learn everything. You cannot be part of every group. You cannot talk to everyone. So collaborate. And this is what it is. It's a collaboration um, uh, which was initiated by one of our joint friends. And this collaboration then takes you to the next level whereby you start knowing people. Ask questions. You have to ask right questions. If you don't ask questions, you will never learn. And there are no, no wrong questions in life. Uh, as a salesperson, uh, Suruta, you had been in the, into sales. Salespersons would always talk to their clients first, try to understand, and then they pitch. So try to understand that individual, you know, their perspective. And this is a commercial world. Think about it. Be realistic again. You know, people would, some people will come forward and they will share the content and strategies with you. Some will not. And that's okay. So, it, you know, if they want to, if, if I'm coaching, I have caught a portion of my coaching, which I give out anyways, right? But a portion of my coaching, which is more intense, more strategic for my clients is paid, similar to all of us. So don't be afraid of paying people because you will be charging too for your services. Yeah, you don't offer your expertise for free um, unless a charity. So, so you know, be realistic. And if you do all this, it, it's going to work for you. Uh, you know, your knowledge beyond textbook is really important. You have learned those textbooks and you've got the principles. You know the principles. But your knowledge beyond textbook will take you to a higher level. So that's uh, that's what I believe is 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 going to work for everyone. You just have to implement it. Exactly. Thank you so much, and amen to paying for resources and paying for your own development because people want to move to the next level, but not, they're not willing to invest in themselves. So many people want everything for free. So th you know, we are all providing services, and we everybody should be making a living, a decent living out of that. So now, because we're at the end of our time, thank you so much, Hamad, for being here. I just wanted to uh, share with the audience where they can connect with you, where they can find you, uh, if they want to work with you. So uh, so I, first of all, you know, Google me. You will find me on LinkedIn. That's very Hamad Siddiqui. Um, or uh, I have a website, linkedinimpact.com. So it's very easy, linkedinimpact.com. You can find me there um, too, and you can send me a message. But the best bet is again LinkedIn because that's where I'm most active. And uh, yeah, um, you can you can always follow me. I'm I'm growing, so my following is is, is reaching to forty nine thousand followers and almost twenty seven thousand first degree connections from all over the world. So I would love to have more people in my network. Uh, yeah, and I learn from them, and it's it's always you know reciprocal. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for sh for joining us. Thank you for your nice comments and support, everyone. Uh, 
Hafiz, Meili, Christoph, Amina, Mahmoud, Sayed, Alan, so many people, yes, James. From Marrakesh. I have I have people from Morocco, from Marrakesh, from Casablanca, from India, from all over the world. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for joining us. If you have any topics that you want us to cover that are related to resilience, or if you have a story of resilience that you want to share with us, please feel free to reach out to both of us, to Hanane and myself. Also, if you're watching this video on our YouTube channel, Please make sure that you like and subscribe, that you share this video with somebody that might benefit from the learning here. Uh, thank you again. Give us a thumbs up, follow us, and have an awesome rest of your week.